You're tuned in to Disney Native, a podcast brought to you by two Florida-based Disney nerds. My name is Bethany. And I'm Nicole. We're here to talk about all things Disney parks and beyond. It's showtime! So welcome back, friends. Uh, It's been a hot minute. We showered you guys with content in October and uh, had tons of fun, and we've just been on a little hiatus. So, yeah, how how you doing over there in Florida land? Um, hanging in there. It's been very cold lately. I know I it's all relative, and I probably can't complain because I think our high was still like seventy five. But it's cold. I kind of <laughs> look like I'm looking at myself. I look like a preacher because I have like a white collared shirt on <laughs> and a sweater because it's just cold. I'm over it. I'm ready for like spring and. I don't mind hot. Like I am a true Florida native. So um, Bethany, tell, tell the people what's your favorite temperature. Ooh, specifically hot car. (laughs) I just like want to be a little lizard and like soak up the heat. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's my fave. I've seen so many of my Florida friends just complaining about the weather and I'm like, why don't you guys enjoy it? Like, especially Disney people. I'm like, go to the parks and like, don't sweat, you know? Well, of course, we're the parks. It's windy. Like, Oh, that's not comfortable. No, that's not comfortable. I can understand that. But here we are in Arkansas. We, we've gotten two good snows this year wow. and we are loving it because we've been fortunate. We get a lot of like ice storms, which those Ooh. are bad. Yeah. Ice and freezing rain is you can't drive on it and it's not pretty and it makes everything soggy. But we haven't gotten that this year. It's just been the pretty snow that is easy to clear off the roads. So you nice. can still like get out in it a little bit and it doesn't completely, you know, shut down life. And so uh, it's been really nice here to have our peaceful snows. Oh, pretty yeah. too. I just yes. like we had our week of cold and like I wore all my fun outfits and now I'm just done. Like, now you're done. done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I straight up ordered a new coat because I was like, I can't handle this. Like I'm cold. I'm just so over it. Yeah, yeah, but it's such a like power move though in like client meetings at work. Yeah, I work with a lot of people, um, actually like Central America, and it's always like, oh my god, it's like sunny and seventy five here, and everyone's like, wow, what's that like? (laughs) I know, I know. Well, people that talk about you know Florida and the great weather and like it must be awesome I'm like well do you think it's awesome for it to be 95 degrees and super humid every day for the rest of your life because that's usually it yeah because that's what you get so if you love that then it's for you if you like a little variety it's not for you because like if you go Go to California Yeah. And if you go on like holiday to Florida, like if you go on a Christmas vacation to Florida with your family, then like it's a novelty that you can be on the beach. If you live there and you don't get to have like a lovely cool day and wear a sweater, then it's like, what's wrong with this place? (laughs) So, you know, and of course, people who are from Florida, like you are, it's like, well, it's no big deal. Like this is my Christmas. This is what I grew up with. If you're a transplant, then it's like, I don't know where I am. What is this foreign land? Seasons, <laughs> overhypes. I mean, what else? <laughs> what are kind of fall now, to be honest? Like our, That's our true. trees are going. So. Yes, you are experiencing Florida yeah, fall. This is like a little bit. It's the time to visit. Like we're Australian. 
that's not <laughs> my best not my best work not but my best work anyway yeah disney native we have um not like so much to catch up on but like it, it as nicole said it's been a minute so mm-hmm. um as far as news park updates um we can do all the things i can't remember if we talked about ratatouille even last no, time no we did, did we not. oh okay so yeah. i do have some let's things let's get start about. there and give me any and all park updates that you have i can't really i guess it must have been october then when i got to go we lucked out that we got one of those like passholder preview emails mm-hmm, and went mm-hmm. on i remember it was a sunday but i i remember it was a sunday afternoon but like i don't remember when or Anyway, um, what is time? <laughs> um, and it was so great. Of course, it is basically, if you've seen on YouTube, you can look it up. Um, Paris has a Ratatouille ride. It is the same ride. Um, so if you do want to experience it, you can look it up there. But um, was it was good, so fun. Way. It's like... Hmm? That was good, by the way. Oh, my. <laughs> the, the French was... Lip, lip. <laughs> yes. But more experience there. Um, it was so cute. And they actually kind of um, built a little area back there. So there's... Um, I. It's like a little restaurant. Um, I think it might even be a sit-down that you get a server. We didn't um, really check out what that was but they have a crepe area and that was so good so you can get both a savory or sweet crepe um and there's like an apple cheese one that's really good and it's just like a light really easy like fair to um get as a snack so highly recommend um you check that out it's like right when you get into the entrance and then like of course the ride um entrance and queue is really cute um there's like little rats at the little fountains and such you see little remy and emil the ride was great it's one of those trackless type things so you're in a little mouse and so it's implying that you like shrink down in the ride so you're you become a little mouse with remy and you just kind of go through the kitchen and it's kind of that adventure at the beginning um when like in the movie, um, Remy gets like caught by Linguini. So he's like running through the restaurant and he gets sweet mm-hmm. with the brain. It's like that sequence. So it was really fun. Like it was sweet. It was um, like a good amount of time too. So it felt like, you know, you're engaged and then go by too quickly. And wait times I've noticed have not been bad for it at all. They're not doing any of that virtual queue business. Um, we were there last Saturday at Epcot and it was a 50 minute wait. I mean, okay. That not was going to be my next like, question. Yeah, yeah, not crazy in my opinion. Like that's uh, still a good hour, but like not 120. Yeah. Or I mean, anything. I would wait in a 50 minute line yeah, all day yeah. long to do it. Test track is still longer than that. <laughs> it was, I think, 75. So just yeah. to well, that's encouraging it. that um, it sounds like they, you know, some some rides have a long wait because just the design of the ride and the design of the queue is not the best. Yeah. And so yeah. it sounds like they took that into consideration and were able to do everything they could to make it more manageable. Yeah, it was so cute, though. I think it was a perfect addition to France, um, you know, to bring Pixar over there. And yeah, something was I think it was time for a new World Showcase ride. And there's, you know, you have the Norway frozen Mm -hmm. ride and you have Mexico and those are right next to each other. And then there's like nothing else. So way over in France is a really good place for another attraction. Spread out that crowd a little bit. I wonder if they will ever add on to like China and keep going because let's that movie's a snooze fest. Let's be honest. <laughs> it would be <laughs> great for them to do something. Yeah, and they have room to push back, you know, through that I don't know, there's probably like cast member parking back there or something though. So that yeah. probably who I've knows? heard that there's room for 
I can't remember how many more countries, but even though it looks oh, yeah. like there's no more room, there's actually plenty of room for them to add, I think, maybe four or five more countries. Um, so some of that, I'm sure, could be you could expand a country as well. They're always tossing around Brazil. Like, I wonder when that's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, and I guess there's, like, politics involved because yeah. the country of origin has to, like, actually pay to operate it. So, like, all the restaurants that are – I guess not all – Many of the restaurants that are in the countries are like operated by people other than Disney. Gotcha. And Interesting. So your whatever country it is like has some investment in <laughs> the world, the World Showcase Pavilion. So hmm. yeah, so maybe maybe Brazil's just not not meeting the requirements and are willing yet. to do whatever. But yeah, I've heard I've heard the Brazil one a lot as well. Yeah, we'll have to see. We'll have to yeah. see. So, um, any other like park updates or park know, visits? Other than that, like, sorry, as I just scratched my head. Um, other than that, I feel like I don't know. I've been kind of a downer. We, I think they're still figuring out the whole Disney genie situation. And I know you want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, wait times just haven't been great for other parks. Oh. Um, we tried to do Hollywood Studios, I think at the beginning of January, because I still have not done freaking Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. And everyone, is that what it's called? Yes. Yeah. 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 Not Smuggler's Run is the other one. Rise of the freaking Resistance. And like we did the thing that we woke up at the crack of dawn. We drove to the park. We were 30 minutes early. We waited with everyone like there. And then... Um, when the gates opened off the bat, it was, I think like a 40 minute wait, which whatever, cause they're starting to do those extra magic hours or whatever they're calling it now. Mm-hmm. And, and then it broke down. So, oh, so yeah. you could, you probably could have got in with a decent wait time, but it broke yeah. down. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, they were letting people wait, even though it was broken down, but I was like, what are we going to end up waiting for like two hours? Like, who knows? That's a yeah, fickle that's, business. That's a risk always. Yeah. Yeah, so silver lining that I did get to do Minnie and Mickey's Runaway oh. Railway because I hadn't done that either, um, and that was so surprisingly good. Like, really, I, I thoroughly enjoyed. Honestly, it was very similar to Ratatouille in that setup. It's like a trackless situation, um, but it's nothing like movie ride. Like I thought they would just kind of lay it over. It is completely different, and it's a whole story about Mickey and Minnie on a date and. It was great. I loved it. I still think that animation is a little weird, but it made me like it a little better just because I enjoyed it so much. Good, because you and I have both been very skeptical of that ride since day one. So I'm glad to hear that you liked it. I loved it. Yeah. Really, oh. honestly, it's probably one of my top rides there now. Like it was, I really enjoyed it. It was wow. When it, it sounds like this trackless situation is going to maybe give them more freedom in the future too. Instead of just using the same track, they can just rip it all out and just program yeah, something yeah. because you don't have to build you know, all of that mm-hmm. rigid structure. So and it's different because um everyone will always have I guess there would be like four options or how many in the train, but a different experience each time because you know when you get into like a certain room, the cars kind of move out in different areas. So like oh. in theory you can see different parts of the ride every time you go. So That's I'm, cool. I'm not mad at that concept. I think it's great. I'm I'm a fan. So yeah, probably we did that. Uh, relatively easy to update it too. You know, I would think, changes. but then they still haven't like updated like the pinball thing on the Woody's roundup. Like yeah. how hard is that either? Yeah, but I I don't know. I don't know. 
don't know, but they change like star tours every freaking month. So I, I again, I don't know, but, um, that whole day was just like a lot of waiting. Like we looked at with Minnie and then I think we waited like 40 minutes for that ride. The, um, Mickey's Woody's roundup pinball game. I forget mm-hmm. what it's called. Uh, Midway mania, Toy that Story one. Midway mania. That's the one. That's the one. Waited like 40 minutes for that. Did Smuggler's Run and rated like another 34, you know, so that was kind of a bummer and it was a warmer day. Um, so like it, it just was an idea. Like, you know, I missed the, the OG fast pass situation that I could go plan my day earlier and know that I could walk onto these certain rides at a time. Yeah, I know it's different. I will get used to it, but it's just kind of like been a downer for me then. Yeah, it's it sounds like honestly, and this might be a good segue into mm. the next section here, but it sounds like a lot of people are just really struggling um, yeah. in general with changes and with the, the way things are, which is to be expected anytime changes roll out. Right, but I right. will say it seems like pass holders are getting the worst end of the deal. And then, yeah. Yeah. Um, because with fast passes, it was like equal opportunity employer, which I think vacation guests could always or resort guests could always book earlier. Correct. But it wasn't that like you were one of those people that would get on what, like a month ahead of time and get a fast pass. And it was always oh, yeah. pretty. Yeah. That's, that's just how you planned your days. And so everybody kind of had the same opportunity and resort guests had a little bit of an advantage but like not that much um so and now it just seems like really a big challenge for past holders. i just now i find we do less things we spend less time in the park i.e less money because mm-hmm. like we're just not doing as many rides which is fine like right now epcot they're doing you know art festival so we're eating around the countries and they're just leaving like yeah. You know? Well, and like like we talked about before, you can't just pop over after work. Yeah, that's I mean, you might be able to <laughs> because there might be a reservation open. So right. that might not be a huge hurdle. But, you know, but you do have to there's an extra step you have to check and make sure oh, are we gonna be able to get in. Um, and to me, like that's the really the great thing about being a pass holder is. You don't have to plan much. You just pop over to Disney and, you know, you can make a day of it or you can make an evening of it. And um, you just you really feel like a Disney native, a Disney local. And and now it's it's it seems a little more difficult. So and you you would think, you know, the crowds would be lower or the wait time, which, again, last weekend at Epcot was great. But like we went on a random weekday that we purposely chose um, recently. I think it was. No, I take it back. It was we did the popcorn bucket day. Oh, okay. that was probably our mistake. Did, so you did not intentionally go on popcorn bucket day. No, it was oh. whenever it's the first day of a festival, we typically go. So, you know, flower and mm-hmm. garden, we go. So mm-hmm. art festival, it's not a popular festival. No. I had no idea about this dang bucket that people were losing their minds oh. for. And of course it was nuts. It was like it, the whole thing was nuts. I don't know what happened if they let more people go that day or what because of this bucket. But I, I saw with my own eyes that people were waiting from kind of where the new Starbucks is by that Odyssey trade, not Odyssey, but, you know, World Traders mm-hmm. um, all the way to the front of the park. People were lined up for a figment bucket. <laughs> I, <laughs> Just, I can't even. I mean, I'm a Disney nerd. I get it, but I don't get the bucket thing. Mm-mm. I don't. Any bucket. I don't get it. What are you going to do with it? There's not one piece of merchandise that I would stand in line for. Mm-mm. I don't think. You know, Mm -hmm. and then, you know, people are 
selling them on eBay for hundreds of dollars. I'm still, I don't know if I told you my cup plight. If you've seen the blue bedazzled tumblers. Mm. Yes, because people got in a fight over those. Yes. A few months ago. I had a chance to buy one. I picked it up and was like, this is ugly and stupid. I don't want it. You could really, have, it could have made $100. You could have sent your future children to college, Bethany. They're retired. <laughs> and, like, and yet I still can't get all the stupid Starbucks mugs. But anyway, but yeah, I just was like, it just was it. It was a bedazzled cup. Like it looked like I could have just put my own rhinestones on it and make it. I don't know why people are losing their minds for like the oddest things. Like I can't be the yeah. predictor of the trends. <laughs> no, no. Man, it's 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 crazy times. I've seen a lot of headlines lately where people are like, "Brawl breaks out at Magic Kingdom," and I'm like, "Well, people are losing their minds." They are. They are. <laughs> I miss the days we had pop releases. So yeah, oh, yeah. So anyway, I know you have a lot of news. Do you want to talk well, about Genie I mean, first or later? Let's 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 talk about Genie Plus a little later when we talk okay, about okay, my okay. vacation. Because while Play we're it. on the subject of just like disgruntled people and like Disney <laughs> struggling, we're really positive. <laughs> I, look, it's the state of things right now. You yeah, know, yeah. I love Disney and I always will. But because we're nerds, we we know all of the things. We keep tabs on these things, and it's just it's just a time of change. They're they're trying to figure it out. Um, but have you at all been paying attention to the drama with Bob Chappick? I have not. You know, I'm not so, a good inner workings of the Disney politics. So I probably really only know anything about this because I am still on a couple of Disney groups and um, I don't see posts probably even every day, but you know, the ones that are most popular do get, do make it through to my feed. And I've seen people kind of share in some of this Bob Chappick stuff. And, uh, and I've seen it pop up on Instagram a couple of times too, but like people are legit blaming everything on Bob Chappick and like they are trying to get the man. no. They really oh. think he's responsible. They think that he's taken all the magic out of Disney. They oh think everything that's wrong with Disney right now is his fault. And they are like lobbying to get him removed as CEO. Oh that's extreme. Yeah. Just regular also, what's people. what's wrong with Disney right now? Am I missing something? Okay. So <laughs> let me just share this. Just a couple of snippets from this okay, is a okay. New York Post article. This is the headline. Outraged Disney shareholders want CEO Bob Chapek voted out. Magic is gone. Okay, so you you see, oh, shareholders, like, oh, geez, okay, this sounds serious, right? So, a group of Disney fans fuming over soaring ticket prices and long lines mm. at theme parks have bought the company's stock and are threatening to vote against CEO's Bob Chapek's re-election at a March 9th annual shareholder meeting. The irate fans took to Reddit <laughs> oh my God. to organize against reelecting Chappic, blah, 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 blah. They griped over the price hikes of tickets, food and merchandise, as well as declining customer service, among other things. Hmm. In a thread called Unhappy with the Current State of Disney Parks, one Reddit user wrote, If you are a Disney shareholder, you likely received an email yesterday asking you to vote in the annual meeting. Blah, 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 blah. So these people have, like, bought shares mm-hmm. in Disney and are trying to, like, 
pool like enough GameStop all yes. over again. They're trying to like pool enough of these people together via Reddit to make sure he does not get voted in again. Oh. Um, which you know, I guess I shouldn't like balk at these people because I suppose you could maybe make it happen. But like to me, this is just like you're throwing a tantrum. Yeah, and like, I'm like, first of all, I don't think ticket prices haven't really gone up. First of all, I feel like they're really good right now. Ticket prices actually went down because um, like just a one day ticket is cheaper than it used to be. Mm -hmm. Um, It used to be like one hundred and thirty dollars. And I think right now it's like one hundred and nine. So in like for a two day, I think it's one hundred fifty. Like that's good. So that one doesn't check out. Now, you know, you and I discussed pass holder tiers changed. And you had said that the price really wasn't that different from what you were already paying, which it's kind of hard to tell because Benefits are a little different. So, you know, but it wasn't even that wasn't a huge deal. Um, You know, right now, if we're going to complain about long lines, I mean, I think Genie Plus and standby lines, that's still so new. We don't really know. We don't really know how it's affecting lines yet. So, like, if Genie Plus came in and two months later you went to the park and had a horrible day because it was busy and the lines were long. I'm sorry, but that doesn't mean that it's not successful. Like, Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know. Um, so I get it. Like, I've heard, I mean, we just talked about this, like, that there are some things that are changing and yeah. Yeah. it's not all great, especially for pass holders. But I'm a little surprised. Well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> People are the worst. Um, but, and you know me, I am not above criticizing a Disney CEO. You guys have heard me go on and on about things I don't like about Bob Iger. Um, but I just, I'm like, do do you all not have a grasp of like, so he, he became the CEO in 2020, but Bob, Bob Iger stayed on another, like after the Mm -hmm. pandemic started, Bob Iger was like, you know what? I'm going to come back and sort of take the reins back for a while. So he's only really been CEO. I think not even, not even two years. I mean, maybe a year and a half, maybe really only even a year. I can't remember when Iger was like, actually like, peace out. I'm leaving for good. Right. Um, so I'm like, first of all, Bob Iger had a lot of say in all these things that are happening right now. And two, a company like Disney, you can't make big, giant changes just overnight. Um, now, the pandemic forced them to make, I think, some quick changes overnight. And I'm not saying that he's not responsible at all for the changes, but I'm just like, I, I, it wouldn't matter who was in the position right yeah. now. They would be getting thrown under the bus. And people are saying that he's greedy because of his salary. And I have not crunched the numbers, so I don't know. But I'm like, is he making more than Bob Iger was making? I doubt it, you know, you know. So anyway, people might be upset for perfectly good reasons. And I may be, you know, chiming the same tune in a year or two. But I just think it's very early on in this man's career, in one of the most difficult times in the company, to just be blaming it all on him and saying, oh, well, if we get rid of him, the magic will be back. You know, it's just it's just not that simple. And also, like, economically, like, things are going all up. Like, gas here is ridiculous. Like, I'm sure... And that affects this, which affects this. Like, this is what we're, we're all figuring this out right now. And it's like weird, but. Yeah, for sure. So I just, I've been watching it. um, I've been watching it unfold and I'm just, I'm kind of interested to see sort of what happens. And, and uh, I'm sure Bob Chappick is not going to be unseated. (laughs) Uh, I mean, how many shareholders would have to vote for that? Like. 
I don't know. Like a lot, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I would think so too. So anyway, we'll, we'll keep an eye on this, this Chappic situation, but I'm just, I'm rooting for this man. Like I want him yeah, to do well, yeah. you know, I mean, Bob Iger, even though I have my criticisms, like he did a lot of good things for the company. I mean, he sure. increased their, the company's value. Um, so, you know, I'm hoping that Chappick can keep all that financial stuff afloat and just and bring back the creative layer, you know. So I'm just I'm rooting for this man to do good for the next 20 years, because that's typically how for long sure. a Disney CEO lasts. So we don't want anyone to fail. more than a couple. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what else we got? Well, let me tell you. Family trip. Oh, your trip. Yes. Oh, oh no. Big things are happening. Ooh, Big things. Okay. So as of January, it is officially booked. We are booked. Like everything, everything? Well, the our tickets and the rooms. The big things. Yeah, the big oh, things. Yay. The big things. Um, okay. Okay. So I did something different. I had an epiphany because, you know, I'm... Doing all the research, in August, we had a big family meeting, and I sort of presented the family with, like, three different package options just to kind of figure out how much do you guys want to spend? You know, is it worth it to stay at a nicer resort? Would you rather save your money and spend that on other things? What are you, you what can everybody afford? What are we comfortable with? And um, we kind of all came away with the same consensus and kind of with the same thoughts. Well, then some things have changed since then, and I'm doing all the research and everything, and Another difficult thing about Disney right now is that I've heard that it's just almost impossible to get a person on the phone to do anything. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And when you book more than one room, you can't just do that on the website. I mean, you can, uh, but there's yeah, no way yeah. to say, like, I need four rooms that need to be together. You can't just book yeah. that online. Like you have to book them, and, yeah. yeah. You have to book them all individually. And then you have to call somebody and tell somebody that you did that, and they have to put it together. Or you have to call somebody and say, I need this. So I was like... It's going to be so hard to get somebody yeah. on the phone. And I was like, I don't want to sit on the phone for hours and try to get this giant vacation booked. So I thought, you know what? There are a million Disney travel agents that do this mm-hmm. for no fee. So I got on uh, the college program group. I got on the college <laughs> oh, program group okay. I'm in and I said, hey, folks, looking for a Disney travel agent. Who you got? And within, I don't know, 30 minutes, I had like 75 recommendations. Oh, I had I to bet. turn comments off. Oh. <laughs> um, but I was overwhelmed, but I got a couple of good recommendations. And um, this was on, I think, a Saturday, a Friday or a Saturday. And I mean, I had people working on a weekend trying to get me quotes. And I, I was like, Did you I was, like go with multiple people and then choose your... Yeah, I reached out to like three people and kind of told them what I was looking for and whoever kind of our personalities gelled the best. And I liked the way they presented me with information that that person kind of like won the bid, so to speak. Nice. (laughs) Um, But I really wasn't expecting anything until like Monday or Tuesday. You know, this was on a weekend and I had uh, her name is Amanda. Um, believe vacations by Amanda. Yes. I'll link her in the show notes. She was like texting me and emailing me and she was like, I work 24 seven for my clients, blah, blah, blah. And, um, so I went with her and, um, let me just tell you, I would have never thought to use a travel agent just because I know so much about Disney, you know, I'm like, I can do it myself. But just the fact that all I had to do was just Tell her what we wanted, answer a few questions, and then she dealt with all the back end. Wow. Made it so much easier. Now, it no, still did she took do... me. It still oh, took going, me like, it still took me like 
all weekend to like mm-hmm. get it coordinated and get it figured out and get all the information from everybody. But it was like just way less stressful yeah. handing that off to someone else. Now, did she do your hotels? Because I thought you did the vacation club thing. So, so that was one of the things that changed. So when I okay. initially looked into vacation club, uh, it was cheaper. It was going to be about the same to stay at a vacation club, two suites, two two bedrooms at a vacation mm-hmm. club through this third party website as it would have been to book a moderate through the Disney website. Oh, okay. So at that time, we were kind of all like, well, yeah, that's what we should do is we should book a two bedroom suite if it's about the same. Um, but this, when I got on to like ready to book, it was going to be the difference between like a value resort and a vacation club was like five grand. Oh my God. Yeah. <gasps> wow. And, and they can't oh. guarantee that you, that you can get suites together. Oh uh, yeah. No. Nah. So it was like, well, we, we really want to be together and like, it's not, it would be worth it to spend maybe a thousand dollars more across yeah. 12 people, but not five. <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely. So I, it's something I'll definitely keep an eye on in the future for like yeah. maybe four people just or you just the two or, yes, or yeah. something for sure. Um, because especially at certain times of the year, it's really affordable. So anyway, um, but we ended up actually doing something that I w- would not expect to do in this. We did go with a value resort. Oh, yeah. Okay. So which one? We're staying at All Star Movies. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah. And it is the most recently renovated okay. of the okay. values. And we're staying in preferred rooms. So I told my family, I was like, well, we're staying at the cheap resort, but we're balling at the cheap resort. We're first class. We're in the good rooms, you know, close to the pool, close to the food court, close to the buses. (laughs) So it's it's fun, too, because the first time I ever went to Disney, we stayed at an all-star resort. And so my nieces and nephew, well, my nephew is only going to be like two. He's not going to remember this trip. But my nieces are all going to remember this trip. And I'm like, you know, they need to pay their dues. They need to stay at a value resort. They will love it because it's big and colorful and, you know, and they're not quite old enough, I think, to enjoy a more mature resort anyway. So um, so we're really excited. Um, So our rooms are all together and I'm trying to get the adjoining room so that we actually have like a door, you know, like into each other's rooms. Um, so yeah, that's, that is all booked and, um, everybody's super excited. So now I'm moving on to thinking about dining and, you know, do we add on memory maker? Have they released like dining plans? I remember for a while they had it like suspended or something, right? No, there's still no dining plan. And as far as I understand, no one knows when or if it's ever coming back. Um, which pricing, like, did they lose money on that? Ultimately, I always thought most people didn't use it. Like, yeah, I would honestly think it would be a money maker for them. Yeah. For our family, it it was, doesn't really make sense. I don't think, um, my brother and sister-in-law were kind of interested because they're the ones with the four kids. Right. And it's honestly just as much about convenience as it was about money for them. Yeah. Just to swipe the thing. Yeah. yeah. So that way we don't really have to, we've already paid for it. So we're not, we're not thinking about how much are we spending on food and and all that stuff, you know, don't have to worry about, you you just swipe it and you go. Um, so, you know, if it comes back. They'll probably do it. I don't think the rest of our family probably will. But um, the the one dining reservation that we are for sure getting is Be Our Guest. 
Oh, yeah. For the little ones. Yes. That was specifically requested by their family. And of course, I've never done it. I did it for my uh, breakfast one time, like the quick service. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever gone there for dinner? I have not. Okay. And I've heard mixed things about it. Like I've heard people say, well, it's not the food's not really worth it. And I'm like, well, I'm okay with that because that's not really what it's about. Um, And I, you know, I know that going in. So I don't expect it to be like the best meal I've ever paid 60 bucks for. <laughs> yeah. Um, but just the spectacle of going there and eating and, you know, Belle and the Beast. Seeing the Beast. And I'm sure yeah. my nieces are all going to wear princess dresses. You know, it's it's going to be a whole experience. So I'm down for it. Other oh than gosh. that, we're, you know, I'm just I'm do- doing research and trying to figure out what's going to be the best for the family, you know, for right, dining. Right. And, about the family. Yeah. But so we did. I was also on the fence about um park hopper oh okay that was weird park hopper (laughs) park hopper and genie plus okay i was tempted to not put either of those on our tickets because i was like well with park hopping you have to have a reservation is it difficult to park hop with 12 people and um every travel agent i talked to said no it's no big deal um really yeah one agent said i had 25 people park hop on christmas day it's no big deal Oh, my God. So apparently, apparently you so you have your reservation at your first park and then that's it. Like after two, you just go where you want. You don't have to get another reservation. You just go to the next. Oh, that's not for ticket holders. That's everybody. I don't know. I mean, I would. We assume, still haven't tried because also yeah, I would assume, that's a lot for me. <laughs> I would assume that's for everybody. Um, oh, because I thought that's what was my whole hurdle is I thought you had to like have a reservation, reserve like, it, yeah, to go. So I'm not sure that how that really works. So I mean, I guess. Well, I guess if the park is full, you can't go there, right? But, but if, I mean, as long as it's not full, anyway. you just you just go there. You know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, hmm. how often does the park? I don't know. These days, yeah. Who knows, right? Because we still don't know exactly what Disney capacity is. They haven't really released that. But so we we definitely did Park Hopper because we got three-day tickets. So if we didn't do Park Hopper, we were going to have to just forego one whole park. Yeah. Which would be fine. There's plenty to do. Um, But that's the great thing about if you do a Park Hopper and you only do three days, you can still do all four parks. Especially like a Hollywood. That's hard to do a full day with these days. Yeah, and even Animal Kingdom is kind of... Yeah, if you're not into the animals, then... Yeah, although I feel like my nieces are really going to love Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I feel like that's a good park for little ones. Mm -hmm. And it's nice, too, because, you know, I'm going to have kind of an itinerary for each day, but also, like, after lunchtime, it's going to be kind of a free-for-all. So it's like, listen, if if you want to stick with me, you can. If the group wants to split up and go to other stuff, that's fine. So... That's another reason why park hopping is nice, because if one group really liked one park and another right. group really liked another park, we don't all have to just stay together, you know, because when you go on a big family vacation together time, that's why you go. But I have found that it's really nice for everybody to have the freedom <laughs> yes. to have some me time and do whatever they want. Maybe somebody wants to go back to the pool. Maybe somebody wants to go to the bar, you know, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so that's nice. And then, um, Amanda with Believe Vacations. Ding. <laughs> she told me that Genie Plus is she's like it's absolutely worth it. She's like I tell everybody to get okay, it. Okay, good. Um so I was like all right, we're just going to do it cuz I mean it's 15 bucks per person per day. So for you know, 
my brother's fam, my brother-in-law's family, that's it's a little more of an investment for them because there's six of them instead of like one or two. Um, but still, in the grand scheme of things, I was like, it's worth the chance, I think, yeah. especially yeah. with a group as big as ours. We probably and having need kids waiting yeah. in those lines. Yeah, we probably need every advantage. So it's like we're just, you know, we're just going to do it. Um, so I'm excited to try it. Yeah, for sure. So you guys have not tried GD Plus at all, right? We have not at all. Um, okay. Probably, I don't know, by the time y'all go, maybe, who knows? Like if I were to go with somebody that's not a pass holder or something, I would totally pay for it. But when it's just us, like, eh, not right now. But sometimes his parent, Blake's parents want to do Disney or something. Riley and Rachel don't have passes anymore, my in-laws. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, it's nice to have the option, you know, especially yeah. if you if you are like, you know what, let's go spend a whole day. Right. It'd right. Probably be worth it to do GD plus. But um, so I started doing a little bit of research and I've actually watched quite a few Disney YouTube videos lately. OK. Yeah. Which seems very foreign to me because, again, it's like this place is my second home. I know everything, <laughs> but I don't know everything anymore. Because it's changed so much. And so um, I watched this one video. Let me see if I can find who it's by. So allears.net is the group that posted this video. And they specifically did this little experiment where it's just it's two women. One has Genie Plus. One does not. They go to the parks at the same time, ride the same rides, and do this oh, little wow. experiment to just oh, kind of see. Okay. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And uh, it's it's about, it's 50 minutes long, so it's kind of a wow, time investment. That is a- <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, a, so I kind of watched the first maybe 20 and then just listened to the rest while I worked. Yeah. And um, and it was, it was just really interesting to see. Now, there are a couple of variables here. Like, first of all, it's just two single people. So. Right. That's a lot easier than That's six. a lot. That's a lot easier. And also the woman who had Genie Plus also paid to do both of the top tier rides. Okay, so Space the Mountain. whole shebang. Yeah. So she didn't wait in any lines. She like bit the bullet and paid. Plus she had Genie Plus. So the like final result is that they both they got their rides done at about the same time like they rode this it was like by maybe one or two in the afternoon they had both ridden the same amount of rides okay but the person who had genie plus had spent a total of maybe 20 minutes in line the person who didn't have genie plus had spent about three hours in line wow. so the the important thing about that is that especially if you're with a group like ours mm-hmm. even though you don't get more rides done you've had time for lunch you've had time to leisurely stroll you've had time to get a snack well that's valuable you, yeah yeah that's super valuable um because even just standing in line is like an energy suck <laughs> yeah. and like you're really excited at the beginning of the day and then you have to stand in an hour and a half line and you're like oh my god this is not fun right so Again, this was just one okay. little experiment with one group of people. So, you know, who knows? But I feel it maybe it, it encouraged me because I was like, for our group, I really do feel like this is going to be the right move. Now, one valuable tip I learned from this video as well is that you need a good strategy at like rope drop, right? So resort guests can get into the parks early. I don't know how early, maybe 30 minutes earlier, I think. I think it might be an hour now. Oh my gosh, that'd be great. Yeah. So no. 
This is why if you're not a resort guest, it sucks for you. But if you are, it's great because what my plan is going to be is the top tier rides that are not on our Genie Plus. Bingo. We're going to go there first. So Magic Kingdom, we're going to Seven Doors Mine Train. We're going to get there when the park opens. We're going to go to Seven Doors Mine Train and we're going to go to Space Mountain and we're just going to knock those off the list at the top of the day. We won't have to wait in a long line and we won't have to pay for it. Save the money. Yeah. That's a great plan. Yeah. So if I can just get everyone to come with me. There you have that. That variable. Yeah. So that's going to be the speech. I'm going to be like, listen, I'm going to Park Open. This is why. If you want to sleep in, that's fine. But if you want to ride this ride and it's more important than sleeping in, meet me at the bus at this time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be our our plan kind of every day is to get there at Park Open and try try to knock out the big ones. Um, and then everything else we'll have Genie Plus for. So nice. I, I think, think that's going to work out. Totally. Yeah. And uh, I, I'm prepared to pay for certain things. Like I would pay for Rise of the Resistance. Yeah. And I would pay for Remy. I think I might have to at this point. <laughs> Never going to go. That's stupid, right? Well, you and Blake just need to go spend a night at a resort. Yeah, I guess you're that's right. You need to do. I mean, you do that a couple times a year anyway. We haven't ever since my food poisoning experience. Oh. She's she's been a little hairy, but we we almost went for Blake's birthday and then changed our plans. But um, yeah, I I might have to do that. That's a really good point. Hmm. Yep, that's what you should do. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe whenever we come visit, I mean you you'll probably stay before then. But when we come in November. Oh, yeah. You guys should make me come over because so we are going to stay, I think, one night longer than everybody else just to kind of get everybody sent off and make sure everybody gets to the airport and all that stuff. Nice. Um, We'll probably stay like one extra night. So maybe you guys could like come over and stay with us that one extra night. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, there's there's the uh, the vacation extravaganza. Oh, yeah. it's like happening. It is. It is. I'll have to keep you guys posted. Just let me um, know when you order your official teas. Oh, it's happening. Oh, yeah. I know. I've been, I've been shopping on that as well, okay. trying to come up with cute ideas, and you know, that'll be we'll good. See. <laughs> I'm excited for y'all. It'll be yeah. good. Yeah, I think it's going to be quite the affair to remember. Disney to remember. I don't think of a song for you. Um, anywho, are we, are we, you want to talk about Disney Plus? You want to catch up on yeah, that? Or are we... Yeah, let's roll. What you been watching on Disney Plus? I also, this is why I told you I've been lacking because we haven't been watching very Because, okay, I'll take it back. It's the Olympics right now. So that's when we're recording. Oh, she bobsledding? Oh my God. Blake is obsessed with the Olympics. And February is like his birthday. So like, oh, stupid Olympics. And I'm like, I could... I'm I'm over it. I was over like day one, honestly. So we've been watching Olympics from time we get home to the evening. I go to bed and he's still watching it. Like it's extreme. I, wow. I, I don't know. But um, so yeah, we haven't been watching Disney Plus for that reason very much. Um, the only thing is Book of Boba Fett. We've been staying mm-hmm. up on that. That okay. comes out every Wednesday, but that is excuse me, Dunzo now. Um, I really enjoyed it. They took a very interesting turn with it, which I don't know if y'all been watching that one. Mandalorian gets tied in. So if you're a fan of that, you definitely need to watch it. It's not all just Boba Fett. 
Boba Fett, Boba Fett. Um, <laughs> so just him. But I really liked his story. They gave him like a little backstory about how he survived that creature. I don't know when they like killed him off in the OG Star Wars. Mm. Um, and kind of give him a story from where they met up with the Mandalorian in that series. And I really liked it. And then like the Mandalorian just kind of hijacked the whole story. So it wasn't even about Boba Fett by the end. So I thought that was interesting if say they that yeah i i really liked it but it was like well i feel like it was about boba fett now so anywho i it was great loved it but um yeah until moon knight comes out that'll be the next show that's marvel related i was with the accents tonight <laughs> oh, warming up my oh, my chords for my song yes um, um, <laughs> anyway um yeah that's that's been it i i wish i had more to talk about but i, really I know don't. i feel like usually you're, you're watching way more than me i know I, I listen i'm in season five of six in gilmore girls we're almost there and then i'll be done with that well i mean since it's been a few months i have a i still don't have a very long list for it being months uh but the first of all, I watched The Jungle Cruise, which you and I talked about The Jungle Cruise. I mean, way back when they first did, released yeah. a trailer, we talked about it a little bit. Um, and then we it was briefly mentioned because you said you had like a link before it, oh, yeah. <laughs> before it was actually on Disney Plus. And then I don't I know about that. I'm not taking you up on it. I think I just forgot, but. You know, we so we we threw it on like I think an afternoon or something, and um, David is a wrestling fan, oh, okay. so you know it's like oh The Rock, and I like The Rock, um, but I just felt like he was just horribly miscast in this movie. Hey, why did they make it a love story? Why? Yeah, well, that felt just, so unnecessary to me. Let me like, tell you, I love love. Don't like that love. Mm-mm. So interestingly enough, when you and I first talked about the Jungle Cruise trailer, we went off on a whole tangent and actually turned it into a mini episode about like adventure movies. And one of the things I talked about in that little mini episode was the mummy and how I love the mummy and the mummy's this great action adventure movie. And like there should be more action adventure, like family friendly series. Mm-hmm. And this movie was the mummy. So like oh. so the Rock's character is basically okay. O'Connell, and uh, Emily Blunt's character was basically Evelyn, right oh. down to I'm a feisty little English woman. <laughs> you know, um, there's yeah. even a scene with her in a library, like yeah. causing havoc. And I was like, this is the mummy, and she's an effeminate brother, just like in the right. mummy. Evie has the effeminate brother. <laughs> Effeminate brother. At least they just made him gay. So that was a a good move. The effeminate brother who's like kind of an idiot, you know, was like sort of up for adventure, but it's like, oh, 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 my sister. I was like, oh oh my gosh, this is just the mummy, but not nearly as well executed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And what is it? Oh, and then also evil German, just like evil German. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Indiana Jones. I'm like, I. I appreciate this little subgenre, and I appreciate like the homage to some of these movies. I yeah, love. yeah. But y'all just hijacked ride. it. You just hijacked yeah. it and didn't do your own thing. So, um, so I I will say I did enjoy it. Like we both yeah, had a it good was time. good. Yeah, yeah, we had a good time. I just was like, 
you know, I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean was like so great. And no. Jungle Cruise is like, that's just you're okay. You're not going to get another one of those anytime soon. No. I think they're out of rides now, right? Well, you know, the Haunted Mansion movie is oh, coming that out movie. this right, fall. Right. But I mean, let's be honest, they have tried it. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I'm holding out hope yeah. for yeah. it. Um, maybe I shouldn't be, but I don't know. I mean, I, it can't be worse than the Eddie Murphy version. No, no. You know? It just, <laughs> well, no, no. I, I don't hate that version. <laughs> well, I have come to maybe appreciate it a little bit more now that I know what it is. I'm like, sure, I would show that to my nieces and I'm sure we don't yeah. have a good time. It's yeah. a stupid, it's kind of just a stupid kids movie. Yeah. You know? And that's Okay. <laughs> So, um, but I'm, so I'm hoping that this version is a little more, um, like, I still want it to be fun, but I'm hoping it's just a little more dark and mysterious. True to the spirit. Of yeah. The yeah. A little, a little less, just a little less goofy and a little yeah. more serious. But anyway, I just feel like I'm way on a tangent here, but yeah, did not, did not just love Jungle Cruise, but. Okay. Um, so another thing, totally kind of off for Disney, off brand for Disney. Um, we watched the Beatles documentary, Get Back. Oh, I totally was, forgot about the Peter Jackson one. I completely yes. forgot that was out. Yeah, it was very interesting, um, if not super slow. So basically, it's the three parts. I think it's three parts. And each part is like three, three and a half hours long. And it's documenting the recording. Well, it's a little complicated what it is. But anyway, when they originally did this... They were planning on releasing a documentary like at the time they filmed it. And then it just it turned into something else that never happened. So there's just Mm. just hours and hours and hours of footage. Um, And it's basically you're just watching the Beatles rehearse for nine hours, you know. Okay. (laughs) So it's super slow and like kind of boring at times. And then something really cool will happen, you know, Mm -hmm. like John or Paul will refer to something that's now super popular in pop culture, Uh, you know, or they're just like kicking around playing guitar and Paul comes up with this super famous riff for this song we all know. So you're just watching Mm. it happen in real time. Um, So that's pretty cool. And like Yoko is there. I don't know. It's just so if you like the Beatles, if the if the Beatles are like culturally important to you, I think it's worth the time investment. But if you're just like a casual Beatles fan, I think you'll you'll be bored and you'll be like, I don't understand why I'm watching this. Um, Okay. so, yeah. So basically, Peter Jackson just, I guess, got access to all this footage and he went through he and his team went through and, you know, edited it all together and kind of turned it into somewhat of a story. Um, so that's how he was involved. Um, but it was a very interesting watch. And David and I are big music fans and both love music documentaries. So we really liked it. So that's that's kind of a light recommend. Okay. You know, that's my dad would love. General and public, he, yeah. it sounds slow enough that he would get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And if maybe oh, if mom. you don't want to make the, the whole time investment, maybe just skip to the last episode. Um, oh, okay. Because the, their last live performance that was on the rooftop of their studio, oh, wow. that's on there. And so that's probably about 30 or 45 minutes. So you could just watch that. Well, that's cool. And that would be interesting, I think, to anybody who cares about yeah. music yeah. and Beatles. So, yeah. yeah. So anyway. Okay. Good brag. Yeah. <laughs> nice. And then uh, Behind the Attraction, which I have talked about before. 
Yes. They released some new episodes. I was, oh, exciting. I was like bored one day and scrolling through and it was like new episodes. And I was like, oh, what are we talking about now? Um, it wasn't as interesting as the first half of the season. The new episodes were the Disneyland Hotel, which I found interesting because they also sort of segued into other Disney resorts as well. Um Transportation. So it's about like oh, the monorail. <laughs> yeah, the monorails, the trams, um, oh, cool. the railroad, because you know, Walt was like obsessed with the railroad. Um, that episode is actually more interesting than it sounds. I feel like it could be. Yeah. yeah I'm done for that. Yeah. And then um, Small World uh, and Hall <laughs> of Presidents. Oh, and interesting. Hall of Presidents, I was like, oh, this episode's going to be boring. But it it really wasn't. I feel like, like that could be with the animatronics and stuff. Mm-hmm. That sounds like it'd be good. Yeah. And you get kind of all the backstory of why Walt wanted to do it in the first place. And kind of, you know, in the beginning, it took them so long to put one together. And now it's like pretty easy for them to add a new president oh, yeah. and, and all that. They so put Biden in real quick. <laughs> oh, did they? <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Well, I guess I haven't been. I haven't been to Hall of Presidents in a long time, so I haven't seen the the last two presidents I've I've not seen yet. So I'm sure we'll be ducking into the Hall of Presidents to take a nice little nap, a nice little break with the family. So I'll get to see all like get to see the new people. But I do wonder if at some point, and I think we talked about this before, if they'll stop updating it and maybe just like do the greatest hits. You know, that's what it is. Yeah, (laughs) I, I understand. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, because it was so important to Walt, maybe they won't do that. And it's not like it's a huge time suck, because just like the current president makes a speech. Right. And everybody else just gets their name announced. So I don't know. It, it's not like it gets really long every time they add a new president. But I do wonder at what, at what point is it going to be the like, hey, they're, just, they're just too many now. You too know? many presidents. Yeah, <laughs> we just we need to we need to like honor the position, but just highlight the most important ones and be done. Right. But anyway, so, but if you haven't watched Behind the Attraction, it's one of my favorite shows. I on need Disney to Plus. add it to the list. It's a great, like, Saturday afternoon. You can completely pay attention or you can, like, have it on while you're, like, doing something else. And it's it's good stuff. Of course, I, I love all that nerdy Disney <laughs> history. So the Imagineering story and Behind the Attraction are probably my favorite, too. So are there any... um? Any big things coming up on Disney Plus that you're really looking forward to? <laughs> no. Other than Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Oh, did you um, see the trailer for Multiverse of Madness? Absolutely did. What did you think? I thought it was surprising, and that movie is going to be a lot. I don't know. I hope. I don't know where they're taking it, but I hope they don't make Wanda evil. I like her. Yeah. I well, can see her be like a anti-hero but Mm -hmm. i hope they don't like paint her to a corner and force her to be yeah i mean it seemed like like you said there's a lot going on in that trailer i've only watched it once but it seemed like at some point you know there's different versions of everybody right right. so there was like a version of her i think that was evil but i don't maybe that wasn't our wanda you know who knows who knows i'm just still like i thought they're supposed to bring fantastic four into this business are they still doing that and there's just like so many that's like such a thing like in the marvel community like about spoilers and people ruining like you know how they ruin the whole spider-man thing like you knew that was going to happen in that movie that they're going to bring back people 
Um, and they're saying like, what is his face? Tom Cruise is going to be in it as like an evil Iron Man, like stuff like that. I really don't want to be true, but it's hard to avoid so many spoilers. So I'm kind of just like removing myself from anything I can possibly see on it. So like I watched the trailer when I saw it on the Super Bowl thing, but mm-hmm. not really like looking into it. So I'm hoping yeah. to go like open minded. That's smart. That's kind of the way to consume any media you really care about right. these days. You know, um, I've gotten to where I usually I'm not one of those people that can completely avoid a trailer. I get too excited, but I'll try to watch a trailer just like the like one time. Yeah. And then that, and that's it just to get a little sampling. And that's yeah. it because they really do give away quite a bit. Oh, my yeah yeah oh my goodness yeah david and i were talking about that the other day how used to the way you even found out a movie was coming out was you saw the trailer at a movie yeah yeah like you didn't even know a movie was coming out until you saw it you're like oh my gosh they're making this like another one Mm -hmm. of these (laughs) i remember when i got my first imac like my laptop computer I don't know if you ever found this, but like there was an app on it that was just all new trailers. So it was through like the like through iTunes store or something. But it was a little app that you could literally just watch the most recent trailers. And my friend and I would sit there and like go through all the things to see what movies were coming out. Now it's just like it's like I, scrolling on Instagram. I can't avoid everything, you know, yeah, it's like true. there's so much. Yeah, it's it's quite the machine, but I don't know. I am. You know, I'm not the biggest, like, Star Wars, Marvel fan, whatever. I'm not anti it at all. But um, I just, after Endgame happened, I was, like, looking forward to the the wind down of it. Yeah. And instead, it's ramped up <laughs> tenfold. Yeah. And largely due to Disney Plus because they've yeah. kept all this alive with their shows. And so now if you're a Marvel fan, it must be, it must be impossible to keep up with so every much. show and every movie. And so well, they do, they do, you know, that's actually what we've been watching is so on Netflix, all those Marvel shows have mm-hmm. to leave like at the end of February. So I think people are saying they're going to go to Hulu. Nobody knows. Yes. So that's actually that's what, what we've been I've watching. Heard. I've been watching Daredevil, which has been out for eight years oh so you guys hadn't seen it before uh, blake has i had not i had like no interest in it ever and then it's still like very gory for me but i I really enjoy i love the punisher oh okay all right i was gonna ask you because (laughs) so daredevil is fine the first season of daredevil is really good like i love vincent d'onofrio as kingpin like he was very enjoyable to watch yeah but then daredevil kind of lost me I even this, even the second season, I think was fine, but the third season, I was like, "You can watch this without me." Um, but the Punisher, <laughs> though, oh my gosh! Ooh. But when Ooh. you said that Daredevil was too gory, I was about to be like, "Well, don't watch the Punisher." Oh, I just sit on my phone and I just like hear the noises, and I'm like, oh, God. "I'm just here for the plot points," which there's like four. But <laughs> man, I love I the care. Punisher, and so. Yeah. I really loved the movie The Punisher that was shot in Tampa oh. and starred Thomas Jane, like in the early 2000s. I'll have to look that up. Loved Actually, it. I think I saw that on like somewhere. Okay. So whenever the movie was or the show was coming out, I was like, mm, I already have a Punisher thing <laughs> that I enjoy, but I really like John Bernthal a lot. And when I heard that they cast him, I was like, oh, well, that seems perfect. Yeah. And he he was perfect. Like, love him as the Punisher. Really liked that show. I think, I can't remember if it was season one or two. How far along are you? I'm almost on season one. Okay. 
Um, is, and I don't care if you ruin anything because the okay. show's been out for years. So. <laughs> is uh, his friend who was also in the military, Billy, is he in it? The black guy? No. Or the, the one of the slick back hair. He's, yeah, tall, white, yes. really good looking. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. That's season one. Yeah. Okay. So he is in it. Is he, yeah. is he evil or is he okay? Yeah. Well, he like betrays him. Yeah. Like I'm literally, I think I'm almost one episode away to finishing it. Like okay. I'm almost done. Well, cause I loved that character a lot. Yeah. Oh, he was, and he's like getting with, I don't really like the Yadani lady or whatever. Like I get her role. Oh yeah. But she, yeah, she's, she's like so smart, but so but... stupid. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, all that with him. And if I'm remembering yes. correctly, whatever finale it is where, he, where he, Billy and the Punisher like come head to head is so good. Ooh, okay. So get ready. Almost there. I, Almost I loved there. it. And then I didn't really Ooh. like where his character went in the next oh, season. No. Oh, that makes me sad. Because I'm like, he's like really smart. And he's really good looking, but he's like evil. And they're like a good, you know, they're good adversaries. Like it yeah. was hitting on all cylinders for me, that whole story. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so I didn't, dynamic. didn't love where it went. But anyway. So, okay. 10 out of 10 would recommend The Punisher. I know, which again, like it's not Disney Plus, but it like, I don't know where she's going to go. Like, they're not going to get rid of those shows, but I yeah. do, I don't think it's, it is gory for Disney Plus. Yeah, I've heard so, Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. But in, in, in other countries, um, everything Disney owns is just on Disney Plus. Oh. Like, they're already oh, on Disney really? Plus. Oh, <gasps> naughty. Oh. Um, but in America, I think their brand is a little They're too... such weenies. You know. But I guess, I mean, do they... They own Hulu, though, right? Yeah. Because you can... Yeah. So it makes sense for them to put it on Hulu instead of Disney+. Plus. It makes yeah. sense, brand-wise. But... Anywho. So... Well, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where you got there. That was a fun little, little rabbit trail. It's still, it's in the Disney family. See, look yeah, at it. It's even, oh, absolutely. Marvel has even taken over our podcast. We're not even talking about the parks anymore. I know. <laughs> oh, God bless America. <laughs> oh, no, it is. It is what it is. It's, it's yeah. you know, yeah. it's, it's fine. It's still it's fun. the streaming it's of it all. <laughs> Well, before we completely wrap up, um, we have one more announcement or I guess note about Disney native podcast and that we are going to be kind of moving on. So like this chapter is closing for both of us. Yeah. 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 So this is actually going to be the last episode of Disney native ever. Um, we really appreciate everyone who's like stuck around with us, listened, liked an Instagram post, Facebook, all of the things. This has been just really fun for both of us and a great way to you know, spend time, talk about things we both equally love a lot. Um, do you have like a favorite memory, Nicole, uh, from just podcasting? Oh, um, well, I, I mean, I will say, like you said, it's been a great way for us to connect and we were already like friends at work, but I feel like doing this podcast. Oh, yeah, I see. Gotten, yeah, it's really it's really built yeah. our friendship. And even after I moved, it gave us an excuse to get together at least once a month. And of course, we have these long conversations about life <laughs> before we talk about Disney. 
And um, but I think uh, I have a couple of the favorite memories from the show. One is when it was very early on when we were talking about the Dole Whip and like oh, where where's the Whip, the whip located. Yep. Yeah, and I thought the Dole Whip was in one area, but it had since moved. And you were like, "No, that's not where it is." And it was very yeah. That was so that was an embarrassing but funny moment. And um, I think another moment I really loved was when we were talking about Notre Dame <gasps> and the Hunchback and Notre Dame being on fire, and you you were like, "Laflame!" Yes, <laughs> that's been so. If you've ever heard us say "Laflame" and you that's don't know why, that's reoccurring. That's why. <laughs> yeah. What about you, well, Bethany? Any I feel like my memories aren't as good as that. Like, I definitely just enjoyed when we started very scrappy with our, I think, like, lapel mics on your guest bed in in your office. Was so that was just always fun. And Scarlett jumping on and off the bed and, like, chatting with us. Yes. And then I guess, too, the first time we all went to Disney together, because I don't think we really would have without this. Yeah. Was but, it Splash um, Mountain Day? I remember our first or We visit. did Flower and Garden, no, too. Okay, so then we did Splash Mountain yeah, together. That was also a good time. Yes. Oh, yeah. I was so happy that yeah, I was with my you first on your time. first Splash Mountain ride. That was our actually our last oh, Disney yeah, visit together was Splash yeah. Mountain. And because and I didn't know that was my last Disney day. But yeah. it well, was. we did Mickey since. <laughs> but with, yes, with we David. Did. Yes, we did. At least. Um, yeah. 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 So just, you know, those types of things that I'm like doing a world that have brought us together have been nice mm-hmm. and heartwarming. I'm trying to think of one more, yeah. but I don't know. I feel like. <laughs> well, I never fear folks because, you know, I will be still still coming to Central Florida probably at least once a year. And there will be Beth- Bethany and I will oh, live yeah. on as Disney natives. We definitely Oh, will. so if you want to like yeah. plug your own stuff, let's do that. Because. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Um, so I have another podcast. So once we started this podcast, other interests, I was like, oh, I could do a podcast with that. So I'm sure we've talked about it before, but I have a horror podcast and it's called Light and Shadow, colon, a horror podcast. Um, and I talk about horror movies and themes in horror movies and all the spooky things. And that show comes out once a month, give or take, sometimes I miss a month, um, but uh, that's it's my little my little passion project, and I might be starting another podcast this fall. Uh, I'm not ready to say publicly Ooh, what it yeah, is just so yet. Follow um, her on Instagram. But yeah, you can follow. Yes, follow Light and Shadow uh, at Light and Shadow Pod Facebook Instagram. I'm there. It's 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 nerdy as well, but it's just me, so it's not as conversational. It's a little more scripted. Uh, it's a little lore-ish. Um I'm not as polished as. Mr. Aaron Minky, but uh, but the tone of it is a little more like lore. And uh, if I start this other podcast, it will be announced Ooh, there. Okay. So, yeah. So Tip. please follow along. Well, I have absolutely nothing to plug. I recently put my Instagram on private, so please don't find me. Um, <laughs> I do have a, a passion project. Um, it's called WordPress Weenies on Instagram. If anyone wants to invest, <laughs> WordPress yeah, I just really weenies. wanted that handle. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I was about to say, is this your personal no, no, account no. that I you started? started not your personal, but you started yes, this I started account? with a, a coworker um, because I was on a WordPress journey. WordPress is tricky, and there aren't many uh, resources now. for it. Oh, there is no content. Um, we have 12 followers for having zero content. I really, don't waste your follow, Nicole. <laughs> okay, oh, no, thank I'm you, doing thank it. you. I'm doing it. <laughs> 
But yeah, if you want to find us on WordPress weenies, maybe I'll revive it. I don't know. Yeah, I really don't have anything else to plug or promote maybe i'll have to yeah because because life is busy and that's why that's part of the reason why we're not doing disney native anymore just you know a new chapter i'm sure maybe we'll have a revival sometime Mm when um you know you do come into town and visit but that'll be a while and if anything i want to visit and hang out with you before doing anything else so selfishly yes and there are there are so many Disney YouTube channels, Disney podcasts. I mean, as you guys know, we've always been very casual. We don't, you know, claim to be the cutting edge experts. Like, we're not the ones that are going to break right. news first. This we are always not going on Galaxy Star Cruiser. Don't have the money for that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not happening. Not happening. Maybe yeah. someday when you're a little old lady and you have pockets of money. I say that. That's like a dream of mine because I feel like, A, we're not going to ever retire. But B, wouldn't that be so fun as like a little lady to work at Disney, you know, get the fam passes, like do a real easy job, like a shop or like a ride. That's my other life plan. I think that's that's a bucket list job. So when I worked there, we called them the Goldens. And these were like the lifers, you know, um, that had either been at Disney for decades or they were doing that. They'd retired to Florida, but they didn't want to just shrivel up and die. You know, they wanted a job. And um, many of the Goldens were very Uh. cranky. You could kind of tell the difference between the people that had to be there and the people that wanted to be there. Got it. But... I always told my dad, I'm like, when you retire, you need to go drive a boat at Disney. Doesn't that sound like the best job? Yeah. So I think that's a great plan, Bethany. Just retire, work a few shifts a week, get your passes, you know, and just be the best cast member ever. So see you all in 60 years. (laughs) 